show coming from the rec store Bet is packing and making a backflow Let's go chillin' with raccoons by the back door Take all so you can stake more All I wanna do is making door right But I found this crew and doing alright We wreck will bitch, ready to fight So many raccoons ready for the boss life I might fly high like a kite, right? But always ready for a shite for the right prize Raccoon supply has the right price Giving you respect if it's likewise So I'm buying all the mean guys with the clean heart Read between lies, laser bean through lean eyes Larry or with clean lies, trash mouth, mean smile Be wise, NFT wise, fuck with these guys It's the rack lab from the back lab 100 NFTs in my backpack Crazy rack back from the stash app Black will take a lead in this haystack Good morning Rack FM Today is Friday, the 5th of May, 2023, and this is your favorite D-Gen breakfast show. Except today it's not breakfast, it's lunch. In a world where dogs are chariots that you can race. Rack FM and the man that rescues dogs proudly present you... The Wheelchair Mafia. 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 A 555-piece charity mint live on Stargaze.zone. Also, I, 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 I've, the last couple of days, been doing like two or three spaces a day, right? Spread out across the entire day. I can feel the late night spaces or the spaces at the end of the day. Oh, it's hard to keep like the energy going. Spaces are energy vampires. The more you put into them, the more drained you're gonna be after. Yeah, this is working. I'll reshare this out, and then I think we should be good. Awesome thing you feel. Oh my god, my brain is slow. Anyways, eleven percent on the mint, man. Just so happy to see people buying it. All right, there we go. We good? Think everything's good? Now, I've I've got some questions. I saw that video, the jump around uh, video. And so, like, do they race these dogs? Are these, like, or is it how they get around there? I've, I've never been, so I don't know, like, what the culture's like over there. I know some cultures eat dogs, others fight them, some appear to race them. Uh, so like, is, is this dog chariot racing thing for real or what's, what's, what's going on there? Yeah, you, you, you actually hit it quite, quite on the head right there. So there's been a lot of dog fighting and also dog eating in Asia through the last couple of centuries. And with this whole new woke wave, like of sustainability and all this, a lot of people realize that it's way more sustainable to raise the dogs because they don't get injured and they don't die in the case of you eating them or they're fighting each other. So it's it's just like uh, MMA consider compared to boxing, right? Boxing is a sport where you get really, really hurt and really, really injured compared to MMA. So it's just about sustainability. And okay. yeah, long, that makes long sense. Jig. Longevity. What's the word I'm trying? Searching for longevity. Say longevity. longevity. 
Longevity. Longevity. There you go. Oh, I got the black angel of angel of wolf here with the butterflies. Very nice. Very nice. Oh, you're lucky. One of the beautiful ones. You're you're getting good with your AI. Your AI is getting good at art. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've been telling you, get better, right? Get good. Now, Chris, will we be able to race our chariot dogs on uh, the derby at at some point? Is there? (laughs) I don't want. I don't want to like put you on the spot, but I saw you had some some horse race. Sort of use the traits and say like, "All right, here's the." Here's the traits, put it into the algo and like, let them race, let them rip. That's actually wow. a really good idea, Finn. That is amazing. And with, and with Polytone and Chihuahua, we could, I don't know, but maybe we could get a grant, a fund, a small one to do some Chihuahua gaming with the dogs on Dao Dao. Yeah, dude. That's a, that'd be a good project, too, especially look at these NFTs. They're so cool. Like, that'd be a fun. And the question is, are you are you just racing and you retain your NFT? Or would you do something where they wager the NFT? Because that's where it gets really interesting. Would you, ooh, would you, want, to, would you want to risk losing Ray, your badass NFT to the race? Racing for pink slips here. I see it. I like it. I like exactly. it. I mean, if if they don't win, is was it that badass? I mean, maybe not. Maybe... Uh... Maybe you go find a faster one and try better. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Drag racing dog chariots for fucking pink slips. Yes. We could. Uh, I'm going to look into this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk with Wilding about this. And I'm going to talk with some Chihuahua community dudes. Could be fun. So have you met this guy? Or is that Robo's buddy? That's like, Robo's actually- buddy. No, but I've, okay. I've uh, so how this collection started, I should maybe try and go, go and find the tweet. It was some posts, uh, Jade, some comment on some posts that Jade made where she went something about something with an NFT collection and then Sisla commented on Jade's post and went like, yeah, sure, we will help you and being, you know, just plain old Sisla. And I didn't know Sisla at that point. And he was offering Jade to help out with the NFT collection and do all this stuff. And I was just thinking, oh my God, what a fucking simp. So I challenged his simpness. And I was like, oh, I got an idea for an NFT collection. And I had to do a setup, right? That was undeniably a good setup. So I was like, oh, what about it's like where all the revenue goes to dogs in need, disabled dogs in need, right? And he was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. And then I had to do some work and then I started doing the collection. And long story short, it all ended up on Starcase and the Garris ended up on Omniflix. So, yeah, he reversed symptoms. That's awesome. Me, now, will we at some point be able to race our Garys? A chariot race some Garys. <laughs> so Garys aren't very fast at all, though. So Gary's work at like a bit, a bit under average government speed, so it's fairly, fairly, fairly slow, like really, really slow. We're talking Bitcoin transaction slow. Uh, don't bring that up. That's painful. It's almost as painful as today. 
editing the bare bones of Web3 from the first last Monday and hearing Chubbs roll in there and try to save all of them by telling them to buy Pepe. Chubbs must be from the future because that motherfucker. And then like knowing today what Pepe hit, I mean, obviously hindsight's the best site, but goddamn. Uh, usually uh, I, usually like i hold that shit too long like this time i held that shit not long enough <laughs> fucking dumb it hurts right it really really hurts oh it, it it hurts every time i look at it and then seeing everyone that was talking shit about it when i was holding it now all like getting in there the fucking sunny tweeting about it like god damn it that was like the most pleb thing i ever could have done was selling at like 250 MC instead of now, but it's all right. We live and we learn sometimes. <laughs> uh, it's really hard, man. So I've been, I have a good story. It's not my story, but I've really learned from this story a lot when it comes to meme coins and hodling. So this du- dude I know, right? He bought Doge. I think it was Doge, a ship really early. No, it was Doge really early. And it did a 10x on him, and he was so happy. And he cashed it out. And then he just basically lost, what, $1.6 million or something like that? On that early 10x. And he he did it by the book, right? 10x? Fucking cash out, man. Good job, bro. But yeah, you're going to live with that for the rest of your life. It's never enough, though. They could have just as easily gone the other way, you know? 100% of starting to realize that. So when I invested my tiny, 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 tiny initial in Hmong very early, I was like, oh, if this does a 10x, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. I'm very new with all this meme coins and 10xs. You didn't, did you? No, no, because when it said next, I was like, oh, my God, what if it's 10Xs again, man? And I'm, I'm just I'm just holding. I'm just holding. The only, only, only moment I took anything out was to start another position in another meme coin. The Rotator. Fabulous. This is kind of kicking off like last season did too, which is is pretty funny. And you would think by knowing that I would have known to to hold through all that nonsense. I was like, there's no way this is going to a billion. That's just ridiculous. Cause like even even the top meat like a billion, I mean, come on. There's no fucking way. Well wow. uh, eating crow now. That's right. It's <laughs> I don't even want to fucking look. Fuck off. <laughs> so uh, I was looking at it at 500 million market cap, and I was like, oh, wow, Pippa did a good job, right? Good job, oh, Pippa. Right now, man. it's only at 1.4. That's right. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I got to go mint some more fucking dogs, some dub CMs, some women <sighs> crush Mondays here. Good Lord. Oh, it's so tough. And, and yeah. But anyway, bro, you just did a, what, 80K funding? Yeah, that's different, though. That's not, like, free money. That's, like, money I got to, like, work. Hey, for. bro, you can still you can still go into <laughs> Pepe, yeah. bro. Just 80K into Pepe straight up. And what about Mong? Maybe Mong can do oh, one billion market cap. Oh, Bruce. On the recorded space, right? 
Did you guys hear what he's going to do with all of that prop funding he got? He's going to yellow it all into shit coins and then let Bruce control the portfolio. I heard it on a space. <laughs> Sounds like a solid idea. Yeah, I think so. It's, it's the right time. Man. That's how you ensure to get your next uh, prop passed, Ben. The first thing I did was provided some liquidity for Roar because I knew Ryan would be fucking scheming on my fucking wallet addresses. So I was like, oh, he'll get a kick out of this. Like $8 <laughs> of Roar. <laughs> he sure noticed it, though, which made me laugh. And that's all that matters, as long as I'm laughing. That's why you're in Reggae FM, man, and that's why you're doing all the editing. It's a nice little throne to sit upon, right? Just listening to all the fucking idiots trying to do the best they can at all. Like, just whatever their mom and their dad taught them. Don't make it like that's why, though. It's like that because none of y'all can. So I was like the only one that could. So I do. But I appreciate your sentiment. So, so do you like what what comparison do you prefer most to be compared against Jesus, the one Messiah, or Neo, the true one liberator? Ooh, definitely. Uh, I mean, Neo was basically the same as Jesus, just different times. So I don't know. I, I feel like if if we get into religious discussions here, we're going to end up with two more boycott rack FM. Uh, groups, so uh, we'll just we'll just not discuss that. Uh, we'll save that for the jam hole. Okay, we yeah, hate I got on it. all religions equally. That's right, equal opportunity oh. haters, just like the Polish people. But yeah, okay, let's Where's pivot. Mint? Let's let's pivot back into the mint, and then quickly into Terra Spaces and the shitcoin portfolio strategy. God, I hate you. There is no strategy. It's all YOLO. YOLO's the strategy. That's <laughs> <laughs> just hold on for your dear life. We're at 11% right now. I mean, there's a bunch. I got one of the homeless one. I really like that one. Hey, did the song drop yet? Or did he go oh, to sleep with his, with his dog before, uh, before he did that? I think maybe. Let me check. Let me check. I think maybe he went to sleep. Is that dropping on Omniflex or on Stars? Also, that is this is how much I paid attention to what you guys are doing with with my music. I I just give it to you and say, here, do something with this, and then I move on to the next thing. I think it's dropping on Juno, right? I'm asking you. I'm just <laughs> I'm just a musician, baby. I'm asking you. Hmm. So my reasoning for it to be dropped on Juno is that people paid us on Juno in the DAO. But I honestly don't know, man. Everything people is paid us for so it? fucking fast. What? Do people paid us for it? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the pre-rich, huh. right? I'm asking the, you. The three, the three dollars in the fucking DAO, man. The people sent that was good. That was Danish. That was. That was for the fucking single, man. That was for GM fam. Oh, shit. Yeah, they paid for your music, man. Pre-release, pre-ordered it. I don't know why they would do that, but that's awesome. Oh, that's no, no, bro. That was because they heard the first track. 
Imagine the smell. Yeah. So they wanted more. Oh, it was a good one. But yeah, I can't see any prop in the reg FM dial for it. So, so should I toss it up on Bandcamp or wait? Uh, Wait. Okay. Well, I'll give you a little little alpha if you listen to the very end of the most recent bare bones of Web three. That just went up. You probably hear the song there too. Maybe. Why don't you just blast it on the space right now? Because it sounds like shit. Yeah. I'll do it in post. (laughs) It's like trying to get somebody to listen to a song, like blasting it through like two soup cans with a wire and then through a speakerphone. Like it's, it's the worst. It's like, here, make this sound as good as you can. So that when we play it for people, we can make it sound as awful as we can. Thank you. That's you have to, like. but you have okay, okay. I get your point that you're not wrong, but there's also this thing with spaces when you're a speaker, or a host, or a co-host. The sound is terrible compared to when you're a listener. Well, yeah, because it has it's like a a slice of the amount of bandwidth it takes. Like listening to them is is a very minimal amount of bandwidth, but if you're a speaker, you have to also have that extra bandwidth for for your voice and everything and then hearing everybody else and it's always a delay it's it's a whole thing i feel like when are you're you, just are listening you, did you just say my voice is work. fat did you just yeah you got a fat ass voice your voice got a fat ass with oh you're hurting my jocular man bro i'm so tired why am i so tired i can just feel it it's it's like you're keeping this very nice, high, funny energy, and I'm dragging it down in my African well. Bruce, that's, will. It's the difference between being a professional and just being a, a pleb. You know, I've been doing this a long time. When you're on, you got to be on. The show has to go on. When when not, then you know, you can uh, can be yourself. Yeah, you may be right. Maybe, maybe, or maybe it's just because today's been a fucking traumatic day, man. It was. was, It was. You know what I woke up to this morning? Yelling and screaming in the kitchen. Mom and dad going at it. Right? Me too, Fisticuffs. Fisticuffs. Like War of the Roses and shit. Plates getting thrown. Dogs were barking. Cats were barking. It was a fucking mess. And it wasn't the pleasant pleasant fisticuffs or the pleasant kind of war. Yeah. It needed to happen, though. You know? Sometimes people get too comfy. I I completely... I completely agree, man. And I do also think, and I have experienced this a lot of times, experiences and situations like this, when it is handled and it, there's closure upon it, 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 it's just added strength to the, to the community and to the group, to the crew. It's just like, as you know, an, an extra mark on the shoulder. An extra thing we did together. This is a good thing. This is beautiful. Nice it could be handled online, on air, live, recorded for the whole community. It's good. I'm glad we're comfortable enough with each other to just air out our differences in, in public like that. Absolutely, you know, man. It, it needs to happen because if it doesn't, that shit gets bottled up and then you have like people just going more crazy, you know? And we don't need that. We need. Oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's the moment where people run away with seed phrases and hostile takeovers in DAOs and whatnot. 
But it's also difficult. Are you talking, Finn? No. Should I okay, be? Okay. No, no. It looked on my screen. It looked like you were talking, so I just had to. Oh yeah, the sure. screen's all fucked. The screen's fucked. Got it. Forgot my point. But yeah, I think it's a good lesson that like taking the piss and trolling and all that shit's funny, but you do it too much and then people stop knowing what's what's the piss and what's like real and getting pissed. Yeah. And then it just continues without any like reset or, or anything. And so and not just this group, obviously. I mean that shit happens all the time. Absolutely. And when it's all also when everything is text to text or voice to voice without any pictures, man, like all these minute details and body language, they're just completely missed. So I can be sitting and say something where I'm completely convinced that, of course, it's obvious that I'm being sarcastic. But the recipient has like zero chance of knowing. Yeah, and then everything just kind of gets, you know, looked at through whoever's looking at like their their point of view. So they're putting their own like shortcomings and, and misconceptions on it and interpreting it, you know, through their lens when it wasn't necessarily put out that way. But I mean, that's just that's why emojis were fucking <laughs> were created, right? Like got to be able to to show when you're ha 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 versus when you're like crying. I, what I'd like to do, I don't know if we'll we'll ever get a chance to, but I'd like to uh, play that space on Discord, and then me and you will do some live commentary on it, like uh, like Ooh. boxing announcers. Yeah. Let's get ready to rumble, uh, shit like that. I think that would be fun. That I just don't want really to put too much fun. light at it right now because it just happened like a few hours ago. But like <laughs> in a couple <laughs> weeks, you know, like when everyone's yeah, we'll 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 discuss it then. Oh, but, bro, uh, it's good. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm down. I'm really, really down. I already got some fucking ideas, man. I started crying in that space, but I was muted when I did it. So, bro, bro can... we'll get Brasco to fucking get some old footage of those celebrity death match. Do you remember those? <laughs> yeah, the MTV yeah, claymation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. We'll just overlay that in there. So it'll be perfect. Look at us fucking growing flowers out of the shit. Mushrooms, but yeah. Right. Oh, <laughs> uh, Robo's going to do some mushrooms, I think. Well, that's good. He needs to. Less bestiality, more mushrooms. Be good for him. <laughs> bestiality, come on. I swear to God, if I had to hear him say, I'm laying on the floor with my dog one more time, like, I know, we get it, bro. Like, dog people are fucking weird. You don't got to keep, like, saying that. Oh, my God. Is Beepens, is she not able to come? Oh, she came up. Oh, thank for the God. longest to, like, get on, but, like, I'm at the restaurant. My husband took me out to lunch because he saw how, like, pissed off it was. So, you know, that was kind of nice. Thanks, hubby. <laughs> And props to that dude. I mean, I could, I, I know what that's like, like having to deal with your girl when she's moody and shit, not saying that you were being moody, but like, I, I know what that's like when you got to deal with a girl that's being moody. And then it's like, not even your fault. It's like the internet's fault that she's being all like in her feels. So I, yeah, extra props to that dude for taking you out. 
that, that's that's good. You got a you got a real keeper there. Absolutely, absolutely. Seems like a good guy, and it's like he's like the what is it, the backseat co-host of our spaces. This is like a nice little feature to have. Nobody got that. So are uh, are you gonna chariot race some dogs here, or what? What are you doing, dance? No, I just slipped into the bathroom real quick because the bar is really, really super loud. Like the bar section, I'm I'm having I'm eating, okay, and then I'm having a drink in but the I'm toilet. Eating. Okay, no, I went to the bathroom real quick so I could talk to you guys. She and, brought her and food, and that's it. And then I bought my wheelchair mafia <laughs> guy, and I just wanted to support and shit. That's all. Oh, love oh, you yeah. so much, people. Fucking glad to hear. I just picture hey. her being like, can I be excused? And she just like takes her plate and her phone and her earbuds <laughs> and goes to the bathroom for the rest of the time. <laughs> so good. Got a space going on. And Andrew, she's all cool with it. He's like, yeah, sure. How do you man? It's all about you today, man. You go do you. And he's like regularly like, sending babe, the waiter babe, out on the toilet like, to babe. check on her. I was like, babe, babe, I, I got to really quickly tell them I can't talk to them. So just you just sit tight, boo, and I'm just gonna go and talk to my like you know the other guys that I talk to, and let them know that I can't talk right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> you want me to send the weight out? Send him to the bathroom. I'll be install free. Only <laughs> two in here. Where's the third one? No, anyways, okay, okay, guys, I gotta go. But um, I just wanted to say hi real quick, and I'm just gonna put myself as a as a listener. Thanks for All coming right. up, people. It's much, much appreciated. Like, how dedicated is that? Like, really, how fucking dedicated? If I ever did that on a dinner date, man, I better knew that know that person really, really well. Ain't nobody got time for that. It's just another thing that like our parents and their parents never had to deal with. <laughs> yeah, like the crew of multiple guys that's all of a sudden becomes a part of your relationship. These are my marriage counselors. They'll be listening to the duration of our disagreements. And they'll be giving <laughs> us tips on how to best make <laughs> how to make the best use of our time. <laughs> and then it's just fucking five guys commentating on your day as a fucking boxing match. What a yeah, time to be the, alive. The internet we deserve right there. Where are we at on the mint? Give me some numbers. You're going to get some numbers? I'm going to give you some I'm just refreshing. So we at 12%. Let's go 67%, not percent, but 67 pieces minted. Oh, that's so nice. We're gonna get that. Oh yeah. And so this dude just like he's got a nonprofit apparently. I've seen him on uh uh the, the charity marketplace there on Angel. He's been doing this for a long time. Robo was saying something about Facebook, and then I don't think anybody knew what Facebook is anymore, but he's got like a, a pretty good following over there. Yeah, and he's on Instagram as well, and I, I think it was like he's been doing this for 10 years. So he's well into it, and it's a fairly big operation, like somewhere around a thousand doggies. It's that's getting... insane. That's huge. With so man. many dogs to have to deal with. I can't even deal with one. Dude's got like a thousand. But I mean, they're all like... chariot racers, so, you know. 
<laughs> or little gladiators. And it's not even fucking dealing with a dog. Like, so this is, every dog is an emergency when they come in, right? Worst case scenario, we're talking cancer tumors. We're talking, yeah, I've seen so many pictures. If you go to his uh, Twitter page, brace yourself because some of it is horrific. But if you go to his Twitter page, the man that rescued dogs, I can't remember T-N-T-R-D-O-G. The man oh, that no, rescued dogs. Every time dogs. I see his dog. name, I just think of T-M-N-T for some reason. I'm like, oh yeah, the Ninja Turtle guy. <laughs> but yeah every dog that comes there is a fucking emergency so they're doing surgery they're doing vaccinations treatment upkeep recovery so is wheelchairs. he is he an actual vet or is he just the he just like goes out and helps and then he has veterinarians that like work with him or is he an actual like does he do some of that stuff himself so I I don't know actually I haven't I haven't seen any pictures of him doing it himself but there's vets vets working there I have no idea if he what he's educated as ah this is why Robo should be here but it's like what two o'clock three o'clock in the night for him no he needs to be right where he's at that's fine I I was just curious because that's like some of those dogs look like they they definitely need like more than just a bowl of food and a warm spot to sleep you know. It would way more, man. Some of them need eyeballs removed. More, yeah. And yeah, that's crazy. That's rough living over there. If you're a dog, for sure. People trying to eat you and shit. People trying to race you. <laughs> yeah, and it's also it's also like if a dog gets sick sick in Thailand, the average owner just like yeah, but okay, dog is dead now. They just let go, right? You go live on the street until you die. So, damn. And so 75% of this mint's going right to him to help out with the, the cost of dealing with a thousand dogs and keeping his shit going. And then 25% goes to the Rack FM treasury. Is correct. 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 Okay. And the donation to him is going to be on chain. So, we haven't figured out exactly how it's going to be, but either we. Reg FM is going to swap the stars to Atom and then donate to Michael's wallet. He has a crypto donation wallet. Or we're going to send the, it as stars to him on a stars address. And then, yeah, he can do trading. Well, that's to cool. He's got like a, a PayPal and all that stuff. If people just want to support him, like outside of this mint, like yeah. you can make direct donations via PayPal. Wow. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. He's got like a whole team. Oh, wow. Okay. Two vets, 19 members total, two vets, two construction workers, three admin. And that's all at the sanctuary, 5.30 a.m. till 5 p.m. Damn. That's pretty cool, man. It's good that people are like taking up that because like the dogs, they can't, you know, they need somebody to help them out. Absolutely, and you can you can volunteer and go down there and live there and help out and all that stuff. Many ways to help out. Yeah, it's cool, man. It's uh, it's always I don't know what to say, bro. It's always just so admirable when people give their lives for the betterment of other creatures. 
may they be human or non-human. Why not support the it? video on his on his page from the Walkin Pets, the National Especially Able Pets Day, like that video at the beginning of all the dogs with their chariots and shit. It's so crazy. <laughs> it's like that. they're about to go do laps. They're like, let's go, <laughs> let's go. I love the fact yeah. that they call it chariots, man. But yeah, it's a nice name. Uh, that's I mean, that's what it reminds me of. They're just out there it like chariot a- racing these dogs. It's so funny. The it dogs look chariot. stoked too. They're like, yeah, right? yeah, look at these wheels. I stop moving and the rims keep spinning, baby. Let's go. <laughs> oh, how can you fucking not get touched by that? Look at them. No matter whatever the fuck these guys and girls have been through, man, they're just so joyful. Look at them. Look at them go. Some lessons That's to be awesome. learned right there, man. Some lessons to be learned, definitely. I, I'm not even a dog person, but I can definitely get behind people trying to help out like that. It's good shit. We definitely need more of this in the uh, in the world. Absolutely. More of this would alleviate a lot of suffering, man, and all the pain. But we're getting there. I'm convinced that stuff is slowly happening for the, happening for the betterment. And I've been concerned about the world situation as a, from a very early age, and I just figured out finally at some point in my life that the only thing I can ever do is be the best person I can be, and then just hope it has some effect on other people. I can't really worry about stuff that is outside of my control. So. I can control how I act in some in some level and some degree, and I can control how I treat other people in some level and degree. So I just want to focus on that, man. And when I saw Michael and what he was doing, and when I saw realized and discovered Mid Journey for the first time, I just saw an opportunity to fucking create something for myself for for once, man. So yeah, I'm. This collection means more for me than just the dogs. It's also like a, a step in my own development and in my own experience in life. Who came up with the where there's a wheel, there's a way? Is that is that a Bruce special or was that uh, was that a group effort? Because I, I like that. It is really nice. So that. It was a group effort, but the final formulation is B-Bands. That's all her. So Robo, That's B-Bands, awesome. and I were sitting in the Discord and talking about it. And we were not really getting anywhere. And then B-Bands. The, we were, there was something with wheel and way and will, right? There was something there. And then B-Bands just, she just arranged it in the right, complete right fashion. And... Yeah, as you said, it's there's really something there. That's a nice ring to it. Sixty-nine minted. Let's go. Slowly but surely, let's go. Here comes Sandy Toes. I've only heard good things about her. Never really got the pleasure to meet her or talk with her. Oh yeah, Sandy's OG. What does she do? I mean, she does everything. What does she do? 
Sandy and I share the view of like the historical time capsule that that uh that Terra Spaces was kind of put on mission to to create. So we vibed over that having like this cool historical record and the art that people may not necessarily get a chance to see and, and all that stuff. So yeah, it's it's uh it's cool. Sandy, how are you doing? Good to see you up here. Oh my god, hi. How's everybody doing? And yes, I agree with you. You know, I grew up during the era where we had PBS, where public broadcasting system was actually public. It wasn't funded by corporations. And I remember the sad time they held, uh, you know, their commercials begging for the public to give them money before they had to go prostitute themselves to the corporations. So here we are in this new realm of, um, but, but that's okay because now we got the internet and then people were able to have the real deal again. So yeah, um, what are we doing today? What's, and, and history is really important, right? And, and, and you know what, being Iranian, and I've like read in different languages how, you know, how people rewrite history. This is blockchain. You can't rewrite blockchain. So what, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to add sound to that blockchain of the artists and the creators and the developers and the people who are creating this new realm. Because everybody's really busy minting their NFTs or, you know, let's go to the moon, Adam, blah, blah, blah. You know what? There's a lot going on and you can't do everything. And so I, I, I love history. You know, I, I was a librarian and, and, you know, when I find the true bits of history or I find personal things about people I admire or I hear their voice, it, it's inspiring. So yeah, fuck yeah. History is important. And I was really upset with the change and, you know, change without exception in terror spaces, is, is being replaced in a lot of spaces with, um, you know, automated shit. So, um, you know, I, I still don't know how I feel about that, but I want to know what, what are we minting today? You know, I, I don't, I can't keep up with everything in the cosmos, but I saw the space. So I thought I better get in here and make sure I find out what's going on today. For sure. For sure. Yeah. That, that quote always stuck with me about how history was written by the victors. Uh, and that just never quite sat right with me because like history shouldn't have a side like it should just be what it is and it's history it's a, a timeline of here's what happened not here's what happened if you were here but then here's what happened if you were here you know like and i get it perspective and everything but yeah the just having like a clean historical record of of stuff i think is super important for people to to go back and look out on uh today ah, what are we, we are over on stargaze we're minting a history of the wheelchair mafia and this is a little collection that bruce put together to benefit tmtrd.org which is this gentleman has this thing in thailand who takes care of dogs helps them uh, get rehabilitated and uh, they take care of like a thousand dogs there or something so trying to help uh not defray some of the costs but just kind of help them you know pay for some of this dog food and stuff that it takes just by doing a fun little nft project bringing some awareness to them uh, and uh, yeah so far we're at 13 percent uh it's on the stargaze launch pad small collection just a, a little something to say thanks for doing the awesome work you're doing and uh, for the the mentors to to have a cool cool little piece of ai art that that bruce rendered up 
showing some dog chariot racers. Oh my God. I love this. I, I'm definitely going to go mint some. I've got some stars I got to claim from my um, staking. So I'm going to do some osmosis trading. And yeah, I'm going to pick some of these up. 76 minted, 13%. And there's 555 of them. Um, who's, who's the artist who, who did this amazing uh, AI art? So that would be Mid Journey in collaboration with me, Bruce Man. And thank you, thank you, Sandy, for coming in with your energy and your positivity, man. It's well needed. It's been a rough day, man. My my both both Finn and I's parents I have been fighting all day out in the kitchen. So yeah, we've been uh, we've we've just been asking each other like was it was it my fault was it your fault Finn? what did we do did we clean like yeah so bit bit rough but yeah we really needed the, this sentence so thank you for that yeah i made the art or i asked uh, mid journey to do it so and mid journey is really polite we have a good uh, relationship wonderful well yeah this is great and you know what every day i learn so much more uh, yesterday, I was excited about bootstrapping um, Adam and the Flix tokens. So today, I'm learning about this NFT collection. And then I, I don't know, you guys probably all know this. You're all uh, OG smart people. And by the way, shout out to whoever said hello. I love Sandy Toes. I don't know who that was, but love you back. But the thing that's been in my head. That's our home queen, B-Bands. Oh, B-Bands. That's right. Okay. Hi, B-Bands. How's it going? And by the way, I keep thinking people are going to use my NFTs to borrow crypto i don't know why that that thought just keeps running in my head it was it was a space omniflix held and 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 the recording is there and you know what a lot of people don't know about this amazing thing and i know everybody's really stuck on the cost of things and what is you know the the, the price of crypto this and that but the developers and the creators are building this system because we know it's not going away and and and, and we also realize this is like a global war, right? Like we don't really talk much about the underbelly of crypto and the traditional money and, and, and the bigger issues of what's going on. You know, we get really involved in the detail of day-to-day, -day. we're bootstrapping, we got this collection, but we're in the middle of a big, gigantic, global financial economic war. And um, I, I don't know if it's a war or a revolution. I think it's a war when you get like FTX, and people lose their shirt. You know, that's that's like a fucking war, right? That's like getting mugged, you know. And 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 uh, and then we're also the revolution part of it is we're resilient, and we got really super smart people. Like I was looking at uh, Ethan Buchanan's um, uh, YouTube uh, interview, and by the way, I could only watch like about ten minutes of it because he just talks so fast and he says so much. And I met him in person, and he's just such a genius, right? So we got people like him who went through all this, and you know, we, we know his story of, you know, when he he learned about Bitcoin, and then and then they took it and then they upped it. So to me, Adam, the Cosmos ecosystem is like the smartest place. It's like the Harvard Berkeley. Stanford of whatever's going on in the crypto world. So anyway, I'm going to be quiet for a second because I'm going to switch my money and I'm going to mint a couple of these and uh, give other people a chance to share. What's going on with everybody? Tell me how you all been. Vance, are you still at the restaurant? Oh, yeah. I just couldn't help myself. I want to speak here nice. just in case somebody says something that I want to like jump into. But I'll just quietly sit here. 
Oh, I love it, man. Okay. She can't she she can't handle the feeling of being left outside or just not having the opportunity to to jump in and say something clever. I love it. Hey Chris, welcome up. And also Finn, hey, just go ahead. Up? Good to see you, Sandy. Thanks for stopping in and uh, supporting these guys. It's a good it's a good looking set of NFTs, but it's also one of the good causes. So it's always fun to hear hear your take on things. Thank you. So current price, osmosis. So if I if I'm gonna swap 40 osmosis, I'm gonna get 1,985. Okay, let me swap a little more so I can buy. Okay, so I'm gonna get 41 osmosis is gonna give me 2,035 stars, and then I'm gonna figure out how many of your um, cool NFTs I can mint today. This is this is fun. I love Stargaze. I love what they're doing. I met the people there, and you know what? Pretty much, I think all the creators in the entire Cosmos ecosystem, we're all gonna be like cousins and brothers and sisters pretty soon. We're gonna be brothers and sisters if we're in the same blockchain, and we'll be cousins. You know, if we're on different blockchains, and um, and so I, I'm so happy to be a part of this. Oh no, there's gonna be a whole lot of fucked up, of fucked up babies in the future. Oh yeah, some of these can't uh... marry first cousins though. That's right, two blockchains minimum. There needs to be at least two blockchain <laughs> separation, and then you can. Do the nasty. <laughs> Bruce, some of these are pretty uh how do I put this nicely? Like nightmare feel. Holy fuck, Bruce. Yeah, <laughs> some know. of them some of them are pretty dark. But it like, it's like it, a imagine dude, imagine but... being a disabled disabled dog living on the street in Thailand, right? You ain't gonna change that situation by yourself. You ain't gonna ever change that situation ever, right? So you're completely dependent on some other being that you cannot communicate with that's going to recognize your pain and your need and your love and your presence and your existence as a being that has value, right? Imagine being in that position, man. Oh, my heart. I can I'm, barely... I'm put this under the 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 tweet here so just so that everyone can see it because i I don't i don't know what i don't know what happened here this is like some weird uh genetic stuff going on but here you go amazing job though like between the dogs and then the freaky half human half dog things all chariot race ready and that's what we're here for is to race these things are you gonna put it up in the nest I put it on the thing. Oh, I'm a co-host. I can do that. No, I'll, I'll let you do it. Yeah, Your nest skills my, are my, way better than mine. I'll mess my, it up. My Twitter is being real buggy. Okay, I got it. But yeah, you just have to be a speaker to put it up. Do oh, you see think... that thing, though? No, I don't see it. I don't see it. You... I don't think you put it in the right one. Oh, for fuck's sake, Bruce. You got to put it in the one with... All the comments. So I'm just putting a lot of different entities up in the nest from the collection, so people can have a look. And I wanted, I wanted a lot of uh, variety in the collection because we all have so different, different lives and experiences, and all these different experiences and our different paths to 
leading up to this exact moment has been so nuanced. Yeah. So I just wanted some... You actually put it up there. So there you go. Do you think that is dark? I don't know if dark's the right word. It's just very like uncanny valley, nightmare feelish kind of like you look at it and you're like, is it a dog? Is it a dude? Is it a chariot? Like, what am I supposed to be doing here? It's very uncanny valley like. Okay, okay, okay. I get you. See, I didn't think you was you were meaning one of those. If you go to the third tweet I pinned up there, I thought you were talking about one of those with the homeless. Homeless street dog in Bangkok. No, talking about the dude that took the genetic material from that. <laughs> the CRISPR dude. <laughs> mixed it with the fucking TMNT ooze and crispered it into a, a punk rock. It's, it's like the dude from No Effects or something, isn't it? Crazy. All right, we got three of these. I got three of them. Wheelchair Mafia number 259. Oh, my God. I used to have a dog that looked like that. And uh, I got Wheelchair Mafia number 433. Oh, he looks like he's hanging in there. He's cute. Oh, my God. These are these are great. The art is great. And Wheelchair Mafia number 59. There's three of them in there. Wow. You know what? This is a great value. I love it. And, uh, and I'm going to go look. At- so, so tell me again. So we support these but aside from the great art and uh down the line being able to use these as assets for getting for borrowing money um what's the percentage of uh or or, or what you know you said this was supposed to help um these poor abandoned dogs right so what's the percentage of that can you go over that again so 75% of the mint revenue is going to to the charity and 25% is going to the Reg FM DAO. And 100% of the royalties is going to go to the charity as well. Oh, that's awesome. This is great. Wonderful. Well, I'm very happy with mine. And you know what? These are great. Oh, my God. These are going to be wonderful. Um, so one of the things that I did uh, is um, I, I did a fundraiser for uh, Cure GM1 a rare genetic disease uh, that my, my niece has a son and it affects basically babies and uh, children, small children, and they don't get to live very long. It's a very horrible, horrific disease. Uh, I don't know what it would be like to experience it personally, but as a caretaker looking at what it's doing, it, it's just difficult to watch your baby slowly go. But so when I'm into the collection, I did a classic car collection and I created a badge with the permission of the, foundation because my aim is to bring awareness it isn't just you know i want you know well i have two two aims one make friends with artists so when they make millions and millions of dollars and they want to donate to charity that's nonprofit and tax deductible they'll remember me and i've had one artist actually reach out to me and say is this a legit uh, place the, the money is actually going to go towards research and, and and this or you know or what and the second thing is is people I want them to know what are the symptoms of this disease because it took my niece a year and a half to get her son diagnosed so then everybody who bought 
um, one of these classic cars to, you know, and I donated a hundred percent of all the proceeds to Cure GM1. Um, it wasn't a lot of money. It was just a small collection, but again, it's about awareness and, and in groups like this to talk to people like you. So I airdropped a badge using the OmniFlix wonderful technology. So everybody who got a classic car NFT got a prize. They got, uh, a badge from Cure GM1. So when other people are looking at their artwork, they can get curious and say, huh, what's Cure GM1? What is that rare disease? And, um, and you know, they also got a fantastical animal special thing. So I, I think it's great. I think using art is very powerful, whether you're trying to uh, do charities. And, um, and I'm definitely glad that I came here this afternoon into this room and I'm part of the primary um, mentors on this project. Congratulations. You guys are doing great. You're, you're part of a backbone, um, as far as creators and community builders. And, um, I, I do own a raccoon, by the way, I am invested in that community. I've got two of them. So thank you very much. And, um, I'm going to mute myself and see if I can find some more coins somewhere to stake. Uh, I, I mean, to, to, uh, to swap. That's right. Steak, swap, bootstrapping. Oh, my God. I'm talking word salad. People don't understand what I say in real world ever. It's not oh, just, you're it's good. Not you're just good. you. Everybody that's friends with any of us IRL rarely knows what we're talking about. <laughs> I mean, uh, it, eventually they'll catch on. But I go through this trying to explain what I'm doing uh, with my, my non-crypto friends on the jam hole a little silly comedy show we do and they always make me talk about it because it's always super awkward (laughs) they yeah it it is it what has been created here is kind of like a little world of its own it's got its own lingo and its own etiquette and it's super interesting how it, it it grew from like just people trying to make a buck on some shit coins to like, oh, look, we have these full DeFi infrastructures in place to be able to direct funds where they need to go, when they need to go there and all that kind of stuff. It's the, the infra side of all of this stuff, I think, is like the most exciting part because that's the shit so, that's going to last on. So what you're trying to say basically is that it went from a bunch of people that wanted to make money on shit coins to a bunch of people that really wanted to make money on shit coins. That's right. Cause first they lost a bunch of money on shit coins. <laughs> so then they're like, we better just make our own. And, uh, yeah, the and then there was also was some of them that made some money on shit coins, but they didn't hold on to them long enough. Oh, I'm never going to hear the end of that. Am I bro? Ever. No, no, but, but okay. Okay. I'm going to tell you this when I'm going to send you the transaction for some of the money I made from the shit coins, because I held, held on to them like a real pleb that didn't know how to take profits. I'm going to put it into the memo and you're going to forget it with the money and funds you received. Don't send me your nasty. I don't want your nasty ass old ass receipts. I got plenty of my own. Thank you. It's just, it's, it's not really a slap in the face, but it's a little validation to see that everybody's like hyping that one up right now. And that I was the dipshit that sold it early when everyone was telling me to sell it because it's not going to do anything. So I'm the idiot. Now who's the idiot? That's right. I'm the idiot. (laughs) 
It's a, it's an experiment. Nobody's an idiot. This is an experiment, right? And sometimes in experiments, you feel like an idiot. Uh, I used, I worked in the lab for five years doing experiments, and and sometimes you figure it out. Like w- one of the things I do not regret is when Adam was going up to like forty and fifty dollars. I was using it. Uh, I was using my Adam profits for getting other coins, and were some of them shit coins? Maybe, <laughs> you know, but. But, but, you know, um, you know, maybe they weren't, maybe I should have just kept Adam, but, um, you know, I, I feel good because I have more variety. I, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Do I feel good that I took my Ethereum profits? I bought Ethereum at 500. Do I feel good that I took my Ethereum and, and then I bought Adam when it was like $10, $12? Heck yeah. So the only thing I don't regret in crypto is Adam cosmos ecosystem <laughs> ethereum and being a creator and finally at the end of the day i'm like you know what i just need to be a creator and let other people use my art make money and establish myself as an artist because no matter what the crypto market is doing if you're a creator you're the best winner everybody needs you you know at the end of the day when you make the turns and you talk to the validators you talk to everybody you're like dude these NFTs mean something because without them, why, why we wouldn't even be here right now talking about this great collection and what you're doing with the money. So even though we need all of it, I wish there was more respect for the creators of these NFTs and people talk about us like we're objects and they want to flip us. I feel like I'm the one getting flipped <laughs> every time, you know, people talk like that and, and no, you're not good enough to be flipped. Somebody else's art is. And hey, but Sandy, isn't it all about who flipped uh, flip us, right? Like it's not anybody I would allow to flip me, but the right person can flip me as much as he or her wants. That's right. And you know what? Something surprisingly happened, uh, which which is wonderful. I made a fun collection of cats uh, when the Flix token came out. And I just priced it really low, 4.2 because it was April 20th. And you know what? It did 599 Flix in, um, in flipping. You know, there were only 33 of them. And, and they sold out like within a couple of days. But then other people were flipping them. And I got 10% of that. So... I experienced this thing that I read about and watched and hoped for. And, and you know what? It didn't happen the first two months of me being a creator, but I had to find my place. And you know what? Every, just about every space I go to, everybody's moaning. Even the big uh, artists, you know, the, these people who are used to Ethereum cells of having four or five Ethereum uh, of, of cells. And, and now, you know, they might be upset. They're depressed. Now they're selling editions of $10, you know, for 20 editions. And, but you know what? Here we are, people in the Cosmos ecosystem. Nobody's whining over here. Everybody's building. Everybody's got projects. We're busy. And, and they may not understand our flicks, Adam, Juno, or stars, but we understand it. So I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, it, I'm it sorry Sandy. I need, I need just to rewind a little. Did you say no one is whining over here? Because basically all of RegFM's business started because of people who were whining so much that somebody needed to me, me uh, immediate all the fucking whining. Did well, maybe you say I punk cats? Are you punk cats? I got a couple punk cats. These are great. 
That was you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. And of course, there's, there, there's <laughs> awesome. I, I, it's 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 more in in the Adam ecosystem. It's more discussion. Um, it's not really whining. And you know what? I like it because people call each other out on the bullshit. Like if there's bullshit and somebody wants to, and, and you know, what? I used to never care about governance. I never voted. You know, up until you know, I, I realized how important it was. And and now I actually like read these things and and I pay attention. So. Um, Maybe it's whining, but you know we actually have like honest discourse in the cosmos ecosystem, and um, I, I'm excited about the future. And and I don't know if it's going to be one blockchain or the other, but I think everybody under the umbrella of cosmos is pretty smart over here. We like to think so. Isn't she just so sweet and positive, Finn? It's unbelievable. Oh yeah been a huge huge sandy fan since since the beginning and and watched her her career evolve as as mine has as yours has as home plebs has everybody else that's trying to do something in this space and it, it is it's just like try something learn the lesson evolve try something you know see what works see what doesn't and that's pretty much the the eco it's cool. It's cool to be able to have like a playground like that, you know, to to mess around in and not burn forty dollars in gas because <laughs> you fucked up or something. I'm definitely here for it. Oh God, let's not talk about fuck ups and, and gas fees. Oh theory. my God, I'm oh so God. new to ETH. I'm I so over that. No, no, I'm so new to ETH, and I was fucking around over that. Don't fuck. I don't got the money to fuck around over on ETH. Like I did, I fucked up a transaction, right? It was 80 fucking eight dollars. It's too much. It's just too much. That's like how much it costs to fill up a car with gas, like real gas to like drive somewhere in the real world. <laughs> Motherfucker over here paying that shit for a transaction. Good Lord. And it didn't go through. But- well, we're figuring it out. We're figuring it out. All of us together. And, you know, um, for good or bad, uh, we're figuring it out. And, um, and and we're learning some hard lessons. And But you know what? We're having a lot of fun, too. This is a lot of fun. I know some people consider it work, but... To me, I, uh, it's still a hobby. I can't call it a career yet because something that's your career has to pay the rent. And there's no way my crypto or NFTs can pay rent yet. Got to get into those shit coins. But a huge, huge shout out to Fight Farm, Chris from Fight Farm, for changing his PFP, man. Oh my God. Congratulations. That is the biggest honor when somebody changes their PFP to your artwork. Somebody who bought punk cats changed their NFT to one of the NFTs they bought from me. And I, and I saw them again in a space today and I'm like, Oh my God, they love this art so much that, you know, they're, they're using it as their PFP picture. So, um, congratulations. Let's keep going. Thank you, Sandy. Thank you. Yeah, we had, uh, let's see what's the number at 15%, 85 minted. So awesome, man. And who knows if there's going to be any utility out in the future for the wheelchair mafia. 
it's a charity collection. Maybe somebody's gonna show some charity <laughs> to the collection. Welcome back, Finn. Am I back? You got Dude. me. I got ya. You know what? I'm gonna post about this on LinkedIn. I'm gonna make a couple of screenshots and I'm gonna talk about Web three, uh, animal rescue investment, and and it's all meeting on the blockchain. And you know the artwork is good too. This is I don't usually post other people's artwork on my LinkedIn thing because you know it's my LinkedIn. But um, but I think this is a really good informational. Plus, you know what? I got a soft dog. Do you know that growing up in Iran, I used to bring home stray dogs. Now, people who understand about Muslim countries and that part of the world, you know, the, you know, dogs are considered filthy. And so I used to bring home stray animals. And then and then my mom and dad told me I had to stop doing that. And and one day I thought I was really smart. I was only like five years old and I took a big uh, Irish setter, I think it was, or maybe it was a lab um, to my um, uncle and aunt's house, a few houses down from us. And I thought I was so slick that, Oh, okay. My mom's not going to find out. You know, I didn't bring the dog home. I took it over to my aunt. So we played with it for a while. And, and then I got home after, you know, we were done playing and I thought I was so smart and got away with it. And my mom was in the middle of her afternoon prayers and, you know, if you know Muslims, you're not supposed to break your prayer unless it's like an emergency, like an earthquake, because, you know, it's, it's considered disrespectful to stop in the middle of your prayer. To talk. But I could tell from the way my mom was acting, she couldn't wait to finish her prayers to rip me a new one. <laughs> She's like, I tell you not to bring stray dogs here and you take it over to your aunt and uncle's home. You know how humiliating? What's wrong with you? And, you know, I was like, shit, I thought I got away with it. I never got away with anything that I wasn't supposed to do. So once we came to the United States, my parents were nice. We went to the dog pound and they let me pick out a puppy that I wanted. And it was a little German shepherd mix. And so that was like one of the best experiences of my life was to have a dog. So you have a big heart. I love that you're doing this and um, I definitely want to support your project and uh, wish you great success. And I know you're going to mint out. Everybody loves dogs. So every once in a while, I'll, I'll post a picture of my dog. And you know what? When I do my like analytics, I have the most amount of impressions and comments when I put a picture of my dog. So if you have low interaction, I mean, I don't do it because I'm trying to get interaction just because, you know, I love dogs. So I have a feeling you're going to mint out pretty soon. Thank you, Sandy Tosin. Bless your heart. And also bless your little child heart for taking care and seeing all those stray dogs and seeing, seeing them for what they are, recognizing them for beings with a soul. So thank you for that. Well, I thank love you for the, all your kind words. I really, love really the appreciate it, Sandy. Yeah, I, love the problem, I love the problem-solving skills that she exhibited even at an early age. Like, well, I'm not doing what you told me not to, but I'm still getting what I want, which is to hang out with these dogs. <laughs> so we'll just bring them over here. So awesome. Seven-year-old here does the same thing, and it's yeah. infuriating sometimes. <laughs> 
But you know what? As a child, you don't understand. You understand the cruelty and you don't understand why these cats and dogs are being this way. So the fact that, you know, I refuse to listen to my parents is because I understood on a deep level, you know, the, the, the sadness for these dogs and cats and, you know, whatever birds or, you know, came my way that were injured is because that's our humanity. Then, you know, the, and by the way, uh, you know, one thing I heard a vegan say, if your children don't like to eat meat, you shouldn't force them. I I've been vegan since 2014, but I remember as a child, I did not like, I used to like, you know, thank God for white rice. You know, there's white rice with every meal for Persians, but I never enjoyed eating the meat part of the stews we had. I used to always pick out the carrots and the celery and whatever veggies there were. And, um, and so I was naturally as a child, it just, you know, I, I had my instincts and my sense and, uh, and then, but you know what? Society is very powerful. So it took many years of me, you know, and then I became a chef and make, the, I can make you filet mignon that would melt in your mouth, <laughs> but that's just my journey. I love animals. And one of the nice things about being vegan is animals don't fear you because if you eat blood and, um, you know, if you eat meat, your body has a different scent. And in the animal kingdom, you're either predator or prey. There is no in-between. So animals can tell by your scent. And so being vegan, one of the wonderful benefits is um, animals are not scared of me. They know that I don't have any intentions and, uh, and alpacas love me. I love going to alpaca shows. And so they don't run away. They don't get scared because they know I'm not going to eat them. I was like the total opposite. I would pick out all the veggies because I didn't like eating that shit and I would just eat the meat. But I don't eat alpacas either, so we're we cool. Alpacas are <laughs> awesome. I completely Rackers, agree with you. Alpacas are cool too. Yeah, but I think any animals are pretty cool if we just see the beauty in them. But yeah, alpacas are definitely some funny fellas. I really like, I really like their expression. The nice, I don't know what it's called in the English, but the way they get the, like this underbite, it's so adorable. Yeah, people don't know that um, they, unlike cattle, they don't destroy the earth, you know, because like cows and stuff, you know, they, they destroy the vegetation that it's not good for the soil to have a bunch of cattle um, doing that. And so alpacas don't the way their hooves are and the way they walk. Um, and they're so clean. If you ever go, they decide that this is going to be the poop corner and all the alpacas in that you know area will just poop in that corner i'm not kidding you they are so they'll just go stand in that corner and that's like the poop corner and and by the way their poop you can actually sell their poop uh online on craigslist because it doesn't have a bad smell and and, and unlike other fertilizers you don't have to like mix it up with soil or water you can actually directly put it on your uh, plants anyway i don't know why i'm talking about alpacas and animals when we're talking about this great uh, collection of beautiful art and um, and uh, I can tell you why I, I can it. tell you why Cindy so in Buddhism there's this saying okay let me just explain some of the backstory uh, in Buddhism the most beautiful flower is is the lotus because the lotus symbol symbolizes enlightenment and the unfolding of the truth and reality and the saying goes, no mud, no lotus. 
because the lotus only only grow in very very muddy and wet areas and it's like shit right shit is a great fertilizer so the more fucking shit we have in our life the greater and more the more beautiful the flower will be when we transform the shit so no mud no lotus so that's why you're talking about that was, the shit that, that, that was beautiful bruce thank you that's some deep shit thank you <laughs> <laughs> rack fm come for the deep shit <laughs> but that's but yeah that's my bread and butter that's my enjoyment in life deep shits and just trying to lessen suffering in some way or another if it is to bring up upon a smile on a stranger or if it is to donate some money to some dogs in need of wheels some chariot racers in need of dogs with chariots exactly <laughs> so basically we i got a lot of chariots and i just need some dogs so all the revenue is going to go to buy some dogs for those, my chariots so we can race them i wonder if there's like a the like a, a similar situation but somewhere like where there's a lot of snow and it's like sled dogs instead of like chariot dogs i wonder oh, if, if oh it is it is there is in uh, Finland and Sweden i think and maybe also Norway and other parts in that area there is like yearly yearly uh, annually snow uh, sled dog sled race, racing i think there's a huge huge one over in the, in Canada or something where 10 years 20 years back there was a quite a scandal about one of the racers killed during uh, on one of the longer stretch so that is a race spending over a week or something and a lot of the track or the distance they have to pass there's like no upkeep there's no people there's no one watching and they go to like these posts and every day when they come to a post they put up camp and they sleep then they go next day so one of the contestants were murdered during the race out of out on like nowhere anyways dog, that was dog racing with with the slates that reminds me of that movie with willem dafoe where he's the dog sled racer dude trying to bring medicine to the other and he's got to go across the, the frozen lake or whatever can't think of the name but oh willem I, dafoe. Think I, I think i saw that classic kid. all right let's get yeah. these minted I got to bounce and write some raps. So uh, you guys have Neat. a good rest of the day. No worries. Thank you for popping up, Finn. Good to see you, Finn. Have a wonderful rest of your day and evening. Bye, fucker. See ya. Oh, oh, <laughs> hey, hey, Turbo. Hey, Turbo Tank. How are you doing, man? What's up? I'm finally not getting freaking rugged. Yeah, but it was, I don't know. I, we made a new space and it worked after that. Oh yeah, whatever. I kept trying, kept trying, kept trying. I was like, all right, I give up. Fuck this shit. You guys did good. But then you tried some more. Yeah, we're minting. We had eighty-five, I think, fifteen percent. Yeah, so all good. Gonna get some money to the little doogles. What? Uh, oh, the the wheelchair mafia. I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I'm not even gonna lie. What is this all about? What is this? Okay, so I'm gonna tell you what it's about, and it's okay tank because i hate doing marketing 
So I've done no marketing for this. So it's okay. So basically, it's uh, a collection called A History of the Wheelchair Mafia. It's a collection of 555. Uh, the 555 is, uh, what's it called? It's connected to Thai culture. Because in Thailand, the way you pronounce five is the same way you say ha. So every Thai person write ha, 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 five, five, five in the end of the messages. 75% of the mint revenue will be donated to the man that rescues dogs. It's a dude in Thailand that has a sanctuary. He take care for, of over a thousand dogs. And he's been doing it for, I think, 10 years or something. And the donation is going to be on-chain via crypto to, to this guy, Michael. So that's basically it. The last 25 going to go to Regifim Dow, and all the royalties from the collection will be donated to the charity as well. By the way, Friday is a good day to do these things. That's a good omen. Friday is a holy day for many people. It is actually a holy day in my country, in Denmark today. So today is the day that is called the Grand Prayer Day. And it's a so I think maybe a hundred years ago, hundred fifty years ago, the Danish king, he thought that there were too many holy days, too many days where the people had, uh, yeah, had no work. So he decided to take a lot of those days and put them into one big prayer day. And there was a lot of uproaring in the population, but they accepted it. And right now, 150 years later, we have the same discussion where they just want the government want to remove this grand prayer day. It's a Christian holiday and uh, just remove it. So yeah, there's a funny little circle going on there with the holy day and a good day on Friday. Well, first of all, I hope they don't remove it um, because anytime people think about our, our spirituality, I don't care what religion they are. And when, when a lot of people do it all together, um, it does change, right? I mean, everything is a frequency and a vibration. So um, it, it's like they, they, uh, they're they taking, you know, I, I understand, like I, I watched what happened here in the U.S. when, you know, uh, people were allowed to have Bible study in high school. And then it went to the other extreme where they try to take out all religions out of school and it actually turned into kind of a nasty situation where you're not allowed to have any kind of anything so if, if students want to get together and want to have any kind of religious anything they're not allowed to do that and um and uh, it, it's kind of harsh so yeah I, I think you know we're trying to figure out i, I don't believe in organized religion where you know they you know you got burned at the stake so the, the, this is something humanity's been trying to figure out but um i think it's okay if uh, you know a lot of people go to church they, you know they get married they they have great communities but um but there there's some weirdness going on where you know it's like you have to be atheist and uh it, it, and and i feel like the devil's biggest trick you know, I think every religion says that is that, uh, you know, it makes you doubt there is no devil, right? If you don't think there's a devil, 
<laughs> then the, the devil is kind of one, but uh, but you know, I, th- I think there is good and bad forces. And um, anyway, not to get off topic, but I feel like today is special. Like, you know what? That's maybe I'm feeling their energy because as I was driving today, I found myself praying for. Uh, I started with my parents and went to their parents and to all my aunts and uncles who've passed away. And uh, every once in a while, I like to just remember them. And, and to ask God to, you know, continue to bless them wherever they are. Because you know what? We know it's not over. When you look at nature, like, like when my son asked me about death and I had to explain what is death, we had this apple tree. So I showed him, you know, even though I couldn't tell him what happens after we die, I said, well, look at this apple tree, right? You know, it, it, it gives you this apple, there, you know, there's the flowers, the bees come, then there's fruit, and then and then it goes to the next thing. There's always the next thing. So one day you're a baby in my belly, the next day you're a little kid, and then you grow up and you get old. And then, and then you know, we don't know what it is, but we know there is a next thing. So I can't explain to you what happens after we die. But just by looking at nature and the way things are in the natural world, I know that there is the next thing thing. So today's a very special day. And I really love that you guys as a community are choosing to focus on animals because that is part of our humanity is um, taking care of those who can't take care of themselves. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Sandy, thank you for the words again. And like we're not separated from animals in any way. That's my perspective, at least. I'm as much a biological being on Earth as any animal or any other biological being. And when I when I see a mosquito on my arm and I try to swat it and the mosquito flies away, that is the same expression as for will of life as I would do when I fall in any situation. Or just when I go down to the supermarket and buy food and going to survive by eating, right? That's also so me exercising my will to li- to live, and I don't think you can fucking separate that and or that is different from any, any living being. So yeah. Anyway, thank you. Gonna mint any? You gonna you gonna donate? You gonna be a little charitable for the dogs in Thailand? Or are you all about your TAs and profits today? I'm a cat. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to ask. I'm like, I'm a cat, but I'm a cat. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll probably admit one, man. I'm always about, like, I have dogs. I love dogs and stuff like that, man. I, I definitely will. I'm not by my computer right now. So sitting outside, wait, uh, drinking my old-fashioned, waiting for my kids to come home so they can bug me about this Fortnite update so they can play. But I, I nice. actually probably will. I love dogs, man. Dogs are the shit. Awesome, Did you bro. say Fortnite update? Did you, did oh you yeah, say, this Star Wars Fortnite. Dude, I broke. Fucking Star Wars got me broke. First, I had to go to the Lego thing and buy the special Lego stuff for my mm-hmm. son, and then now we got, and then there's a Fortnite Star Wars skins. Jesus, I just Christ. paid. I, I had to. They earned it, but like I just paid like what two hundred dollars for them to get like these stupid V bucks, and they could buy these stupid skins. And I'm like, I hate Fortnite, but God. We gotta. We have to take clues and pieces that these Web two games and all this stuff do, and like implement this in in, in Web three. We gotta get these sucked in people like Fortnite, man. We just gotta get them. I don't know what it is, but we gotta get them. We gotta get them in like that. 
our worlds will merge on the blockchain. We will exactly. have amazing. Yeah, we're going to have amazing games on the blockchain. It's just we're in the building stages of it. Absolutely, and the one of the first, well, the couple of first games that really gonna hit it big, it's gonna be like Bitcoin, just in gaming. I just want, I just want, like with NFT. I know, like, big the gamer community hates it, stuff like whatever. I don't know why, but like, I just want like these skins and stuff like that. I want it to have a marketplace on the blockchain where you can buy and sell skins, like the Fortnite skins, back and forth. They're NFTs. So you can obviously own them forever. And it's more than just one game. Like you can, you know, imagine like having like, you know, like Fortnite skins, yes. but like they're not yes. just Fortnite skins. You can like yes. Yes, Hank. And also, and also you remove the fucking monopoly by doing that. For example, so I've been playing Counter-Strike for over 20 years and I've been working as a professional coach, both teaching people on playing a contract, but also teaching just normal kids that just want to have fun and do something after school, right? And one of the things that I've really hated about the whole skin market is kids don't fucking have a clue about money, right? They just see a shiny skin and they just feel like this feeling of, oh, I'm going to be special and I have this skin. Two, the platforms fucking take advantage of this by, for, for example, Steam. When I put money into the Steam platform to buy a skin on the marketplace, I have I can never get that money out of the Steam platform again unless I find a third party that will, will buy my fucking skin for fiat currency. Or else Steam's just going to hold that money on the platform forever. There's no way to offboard it. If we had like a blockchain, on-chain marketplace for this shit. Yeah, well, it's, just, it's just like anything, right? You go to like Walmart and stuff like that, they, or not always, but like, you know, this, these stores, like they'll go, oh, I want a refund. Well, I'll give it to you in a, you know, uh, a store credit. So like a gift card. So you got to spend it here. Like you can't leave. You can come in, but you can never leave. But yeah, that's what blockchain is like, right? Crypto peer-to-peer transactions. You get these people to be able to do this stuff all on their own and like settle it themselves. That's eventually one day, right? Hopefully I'm still alive. I want to be alive when that shit happens so that I can look at my kids and be like, yeah. I own all of this. Like I own the right to to bitch and moan about all of this. I was here. <laughs> with, with, I was here with Atari. I was here for all that stuff, and like I saw it all. Like you know, like yeah, these kids, man. Yeah, they're not gonna come visit you in the retirement home. That's for sure. Well, no. I think the generation X. That's I'm sorry, Tank. Re- that was sorry, sorry, yeah. Sandy. But sorry, Tank. That was a bit under the belt. That was that was a joke. Probably the worst nightmare for any parent. That's okay. My my grandmother's still she she's like in this old um I don't know I don't want to call it retire home. She's like literally two blocks away from me. I swear to God, if I don't visit her once a week, I get the fifth degree. Like you never come and see me, and blah 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 blah. I'm like God, I got a life. I got a life, woman. I got I got. <laughs> it's gonna be the same thing. You get what you put out, right? My kids will do the same thing, and I'll probably I'm just will me out in front of Walmart if Walmart's still a thing when I become seventy years old. Sit me in front of it and let me be the fucking weirdo in front of there. That's all I want to do. That's all I want to do. <laughs> That's basically what Benjamin Franklin wrote he wanted to do. He wanted to do. He just wants to sit on his porch, smoke some hemp, and then just look at the sun. Yeah, I just want to watch the world go by. There's no better place but in front of Walmart. Like, seriously, you see it all in front of Walmart. Like, I just want to see the world go by. Did somebody steal your gas again, Tank? They, I, they fucking did. I know they did. <laughs> 
What's up, Dad? We're gonna start calling your guest things very soon. Yo, I I have to be quiet because this place is loud as hell. So like, I can only like hop in every couple seconds. Can you hear all the shit going on? It's Cinco de Mayo, and there are a whole bunch of like white people that decided they were Mexican today. Yeah, there's. That was just my decided. <laughs> oh my god! Did I buy a meme coin called Wack on Cinco de Mayo? Did that happen? Oh my god! I'm gonna be rich. By the way, Tank, I agree with you about that kids nfts and all that i have one more level up though i want to be the creator that creates the nfts that are that are in these games that my son wants to buy and then i will die happy once that happens i've, I've lived my dream if that happens that is gonna be the day your son gonna stop playing the game he loves the most and you know it well, I'm not going to tell him. I'll wait till it's done, and then I'll see my NFT, and then and then he'll be like bragging about it. And by the way, I um, I do disagree with you about these kids. It's not just that they care about what skins. Um, it is actually teaching them a lot about financial uh, literacy because they do trades. These kids trade skins. They trade guns. Um, you know whatever it is. These the paraphernalia in these games, and they look at how much things are worth, and they have auctions. So I, I you know, once I actually took the time to pay attention to the details of what he was doing, I think the younger generation, what do they call gen- generation? These gamers do understand about financial stuff um, and will come out by the time they, I mean, my, my son's going to know a lot more about financial stuff coming out of high school than I did coming out of high school, even though I waited tables and I was a server. I don't, what's the, that's a good question. What is the generation considered now? What the hell are they? X, A, B? What the hell are they? Z. They're Z. The Zs are like the, you know, the high school. They're in high school now. They're are Generation they Z. Z? Gener- Generation Alpha is the name given to children born after the 2010. Generation Alpha. This is Google. Generation Alpha is the name given to children born in or after 2010. Don't call them Alpha ever What? Again. Yeah, I, I will <laughs> refuse, bro. <laughs> I, no. No. Are you serious? What comes after? No, there's beta. What's beta? So there's a generation beta will be born from 2020. That sucks. 2025 to 2039. You're going to be known as generation beta. Good. That Talk about a wow. complex, dude. Like, oh, I'm alpha. You're beta. That's exactly. Who the fuck, dude? Oh, uh, that's going to be fucking the epicenter of World War Four. The alphas versus the betas. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Generation X was bad. Generation Beta. Oh, that really takes the cake. Gen- it says Generation Alpha parents are more often millennials or younger Generation X. That's fucking funny. Here comes the Fortnite players. That's the, I'm, I'm playing Fortnite. I want to play Fortnite later. Man, I can't play that game. Like, oh my god, I can't... it is so, so warm where I live. It is literally like so, supposed to be like super, super cold right now still. And it is like so warm and beautiful. Where's you at? Where are you at again, Baz? New York? New yeah, Jersey? so like imagine, okay, so if you go to New York, right? And then like open the map and you look at New York and look at the furthest top, all the way, top, all the way to the top past Albany. Past Syracuse, 
past everything. It's like Canada. Launches and shit. That's where I live. You're Canada. Like, yeah, you're like basically. Uh, actually, let me take a look at that. Yeah, look at it. You'll see how far north I, I am. So I'm like nine hours from New York City. Huh. I'm like literally staring at the map right now. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, look the the. A lot of people think that New York ends at like Albany and Syracuse and shit, and they don't realize they call that upstate, but like they don't realize there's like a whole iguanas, a whole other people like living up there. Country. Uh. Okay, that's you could... past the Adirondacks. So if you look at New York, the Adirondacks is kind of like central, right? Centralized yeah, a little yeah. bit. I'm like two hours north of that. Oh wow! Oh shit! You're, yeah. Okay. Wow. I think the furthest north in New York I've ever gone to is obviously like uh, Buffalo. Like, because I've crossed over Buffalo and then Niagara Falls and stayed okay, so, in Hamilton and stuff. Yeah. So add seven hours and go north. <laughs> yeah. You're like up. Yeah. You're fucking up there. <laughs> you're closer to Vermont. Like, uh, um, and of course, it's Vermont. Well, I can't ever say it. Plattisburg. So like no. if you no if you look at the at the map I can I could walk from Canada from my house so if you look like that, Mass, I walk Aquanisa or whatever the fuck it's called is that it Aqu no I'm yeah that's about that area oh she did this one with me yesterday Tank I was sitting with the map and yeah, looking all the way trying to find out Mike Sack City and shit but I didn't say anything um but it's like in that area he said Aquasasni. Like we're like aqua sauce. Okay, I, I knew I said it wrong. Oh, we're done. We're still north, but that's still like the same. Oh, we're east or uh, west of aqua sauce. Yeah, so aqua sauce oh, in the okay, area. Okay. So by the res and stuff like that. That's why we got all that weed from aqua sauce. Oh. <laughs> his, yeah, his family's from the from the res. Yeah. So that's yeah. pretty rural. Those two B bands and Mr. B bands are just having a fucking lifetime of fun, man. Yeah. You can just hear those two guys just clicking and swinging real well. What was that thing? say clicking and swinging, bro. I don't even fucking play that. He said clicking and swinging. We're not, we're not swingers, bro. Like, those, no. What are you doing, bro? But you're not a fucking swinger, bro. Yeah, okay. I just want to make sure, you know. No, I was going to say, I love looking at the map because, like, Fucking rock up here, bro. Yeah, like I'm not into it. Like, like I'm good, man. It's too much stress. It's too much stress. No, I, I was just saying. I was just saying. I, I really find New York really interesting because, one, I've never been there. I've always wanted to go, but like I have friends that are from up, like really good friends that are also from upstate New York, and like people always consider like New York. They think like you know, fucking concrete city and stuff like that. But like, there's huge forest and like sticks up in northern fucking new york it's just it looks awesome like uh what is this brasher falls state park i've always wanted to go there like up 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 there yeah that's beautiful i like brasher falls it's gorgeous over there oh my god that's too bad no it's beautiful hey what do you guys think beautiful people living in beautiful places we got we got Number 192 and number 100, Wiltshire Mafia minted out those two. They're beautiful. I, I really like the one with the bird, with, you know, with, with the feathers and uh, you know, the birds behind the dogs and, and the tree. That's a beautiful one. 
that's gorgeous. All of these are amazing. The artwork is fantastic. Uh, who did this? Who did the artwork? That would be me and Mid Journey. Oh, is this all Mid Journey? That's freaking Mid Journey is amazing, dude. It really, really is. And this was even an earlier version of Mid Journey, and that's a, than the, the one that's available now. So wait, Mid Journey is the one that's on Discord, right? Like that's the Discord yeah. one. You, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. So how long did it take you to do five hundred and fifty-five of these? Oh, it took a long time because they didn't know how to do it properly. I didn't know there's an interface. So there's an interface for Mid Journey uh, in the in the browser, right? I didn't know that. So I was right clicking and saving every picture and doing like everything manually. Um, and it took me maybe a month working on it for a couple of hours each day, something like that. It was fun, fun process. You saved every one of these individually. No, am I getting wrong? No, we got you. So you, yeah, I mean, eventually you have to kind of, um, uh, you know, you do curation once you cr- create them, right? And then you go through and, and, and then there's upscaling. And then if you're going to correct things. So how much of, um, how much uh, editing did you have to do with this using Midjourney? So I don't know how to edit pictures. I, like if I should do anything with pictures, I'm going to use paint. So I haven't edited anything on the pictures. And then did you upscale them or is this raw from mid-journey? Yeah, yeah. So I upscaled them and I did. So because I couldn't do any editing, I was very dependent on what mid-journey could do for me. So I did a lot of reruns, reruns and yeah, trials. I had a lot of problems with the frames, for example. So um, I made maybe maybe around 500 pictures that was really good, I really liked, but the frame was off, so maybe top of the picture was cut off and completely black or red or some other color. Um, yeah. But still fun process, and I really enjoyed doing it. Thank it you for is that fun. question. Yeah, it's how long have you been doing it, Sandy? Oh, I've been, been... I, I'm a, I'm a, well, I'm going to brag a little bit and say I'm OG. So my fantastical animal collection, the very first one was, um, my photography and, uh, lucid dreamer. So lucid dreamer, he's, he's amazing. He's, he's very technologically advanced. And so he actually approached me. I wasn't doing any AI art and he said, would you like to do a collaboration? I said, well, I don't know how to do any of this stuff. He's like, well, why don't you just give me some photographs and then I'll run it through my AI stuff that I do. And then you pick out what you like and we'll make a collection. That seemed like fun. So that was my first introduction to AI. And I was just amazed um, uh, of you know what happened with the photography I had and how it came out after he ran it through um, what he was doing, stability, dif- you know, it was disco diffusion back then. It, stability hadn't come out yet. And, and then after that, um, we did that collection and he's like, well, you know, Sandy, why don't I just teach you? So over, uh, you know, over discord, 
I was instructed on how to use uh, these notebooks, and I and, and I tried Midjourney, I tried Dali, I tried uh, Stable Diffusion, and and I kind of fell in love with Stable Diffusion. Um, once I learned how to get through all that, that that really became my, my favorite, and and that seems to be artists they tend to like one or the other, or you know sometimes there are a few that use both. So. And I got so excited about this that last year we held spaces and I decided I'm going to uh, pair up traditional artists with AI artists to have the same experience that I did as a creator because, this, you know, this is a new realm. So Lucid Dreamer and I held a few spaces. We, we had over a dozen matched uh, artists who got together, they pushed through their boundaries and they created collaborations. So I spent a lot of time last year you know, uh, building the AI community because, you know, in the beginning it was very hard. It's still kind of hard. It wasn't considered art. We held spaces, talked about, is this art or is it not? Um, what, what do we think it is? And, and then we all decided, yes, it is art. It is acceptable. And boy, when people like Claire Silver, you know, make over 25 Ethereum over one of their AI art, it became a very attractive area of art. So I, I've been in it from the beginning, but um, the past few months, I, I've just been kind of going over things I've created in the past, and I created a couple of new stuff too. But I create—I got so into it, I created so much that I forgot all the stuff I created. And actually, my punk cats was something that I created a few months ago that I'd forgotten about. And so um, when I had to hurry up and come up with a cool collection to celebrate, I was like, oh, yeah, I went back and looked at my. Um... So this this was a big thing for artists, right? It used to take us hours to create one image. And then, you know, in, in a matter of an hour, you can create thousands of different images. So AI art has become more a curation um, you know, once you get past the creation part of what you're doing. So that's, that's my story. And I still love learning new stuff. And, um, and so I, I learned about how to do art stuff and I learn about crypto. So, um, but according to my son, I do nothing all day long and he doesn't even know about the accounting work that I do that actually pays the bills, you know, and, and guess what? On top of all that, I'm dealing with my house. I got wrecked in the winter storms, haven't had electricity, three trees fell on my house, but because my son doesn't see me put a uniform on and go to work, he thinks I'm a lazy ass who doesn't do have shit. You, have <laughs> you tried to, have you, have you tried just taking him with you for a day? Just say, oh, t today you ain't going to school. You're going to go to work with mommy. And then just have him sit there next to you for the whole day, bore his ass off and understanding what you do. It's a no, healthy little lesson. I'm not allowed. So here's the thing. Unless I make over $2,000 in sales in my NFTs, and this is a regular thing, I'm not allowed to talk about crypto or NFTs. He doesn't want to know about it, even though in his gaming, he's using my money to buy NFTs in those goddamn Fortnite games and whatever the fuck. Sorry. <laughs> you can curse all you want here. But sister, you got to set that little bread straight. Is your no, house? He, he's, 
he's smarter than I am. That's, that's how it is. The next generation's smarter than I am. And, um, he figures shit out and guess what? He was, he's, he has been useful, even though he complains a lot. He helps me. I had him set up a PC because the software I needed to use was not available for a Mac. So he built a PC for me. And then I got some pirate Topaz software <laughs> that I use for upscaling on my PC so I don't have to pay all that money. And so, no, he, he's very clever. He's built two computers. Um, and, and you know what? Guess what kids do these days? If they don't do their homework, they'll hack into the school system and, and, and make it look like they did their homework perfectly well and got perfect scores. So this, this is what I'm dealing with with this new generation. Oh, I remember those days. We had one accident in my high school where we were five boys from the, from the same class that... Uh, that turned in the exact same assignment and we didn't know we didn't know we hadn't planned it or anything but we all we all paid the same dude to write it so he just wrote one and fucking sold them, sold it five times oh man we all yeah our teacher our teacher said that if if it hasn't been for the amount of people that got caught with the same thing we would have been thrown out but because the Danish school system is set up the way that the school get money depending on how many how many kids or how many students graduate, so when huge amount of number of kids or students are about to get thrown out, it's not going to end well for the school and their budget. So they're incentivized to to let people graduate. So that saved my wow. ass basically. That was a bummer. You, you got you got ripped off on that deal there. The dude sold his paper. But yeah, no, I feel. But you know what? He did take notice when he saw me using chat GPI. He's like, what are you doing? What are you doing there? What's that? And I'm like, well, this is chat GPI. He's like, I know what that is. I use that to cheat so I don't have to do my homework. <laughs> and so he, he's partly already part of all this, you know, technology. But, you know, our roads just haven't merged yet. And you know what? I'm not going to worry about if this next generation is going to be smart or stupid, but you know what? I'll tell you what, you know what generation X is going to do when we're in uh, the elderly homes, we're going to write cursive notes. We're going to write notes to each other in cursive and not the staff or our children will know what we're saying to each other. So I know that's going to happen. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. But then one of these fucking little brats, they're going to develop an add-on on extension to the AI where you just can take your mobile or your little fucking eye camera at that point and scan the cursive. And it's going to translate you into emoji language so they can understand it. I don't know. That'd have to be a pretty powerful software to be able to, because you know everybody's cursive is different. But if they have face recognition, maybe they'll figure out cursive too. By the way, shout out to Charoyer. Charlier and the listener, she's a uh, Iranian artist. I'm so happy she has good internet that she can be here. And she's got a collection on Omniflix. So she's definitely part of the Cosmos ecosystem. And she's a creator that I encouraged to get in to the Cosmos and Kepler and, uh, and, and mint some work in the Cosmos ecosystem. So welcome, Charlier. Salam azizam. Prochain Yeah, she's just welcome to come up if she wants. I, I invited her. And that goes for all of you. Just come up if you want to hang out, chat, mint. 
maybe not mint. If you don't want to mint, you're welcome just to go to to the website to let me see what it is again, man. I always mix up the letters to www.tmtrd.org and you can just donate straight there for the charity if you don't want to support Reggae FM. That's fine by me, man. I, for me, it's all about the dogs and the dogs getting some wheels. Yeah, friends, if you can't afford to buy it, um, you know, retweeting and commenting on the tweets would be great. This is for a great cause. We love dogs and animals. So so please support this project um, as it is going to be helping financially support uh, these um, dogs in wheelchairs. Thank you, Sandy. Really appreciate you come up, coming up here and helping. I think I'm about to end the space. It's almost 12 o'clock in the night, my time. And as a sleep counselor, I really value my sleep. Um, and it's been two hours so far, and it's been a great success. I would say we had 94, 16% minted. I'm happy so far. That's awesome. You were, I think it was... Uh... 12%, 13% when I came in. So yeah. it's gone up. I I, pur- I purchased a few and other people do too. And again, beautiful art. Thank you for having this space. And you know what? I want to hire your services to help my son with sleep management because I believe Generation Z has a problem about that. They're trying to do too much. They want to do their online stuff. They want to do their sports. They want to do everything. And then at the end of the day, they don't realize that their body grows when they're sleeping. So this is a problem in our home, um, tr- trying to make sure that my son gets enough sleep. And and you know what? Even when they go to bed, they still take their phones with them. And then an hour after they're supposed yeah, to be sleeping, no they're, they're still looking at uh, cute cat or dog videos on Instagram or TikTok or something. So um, this is a generational problem. So thanks for having this space. Good luck with this. And um, I, I will definitely pass the word. And uh, congratulations. I hope you will continue to do well in the blockchain technology world. Thank you, Sandy. And yeah, just hit me up regarding the sleep counseling. You're completely right in the seat all over the field with uh, the younger generation, especially with the mobile phones and the screens at night. It really fucks up our sleep. We have no idea. And the younger generations, they need to sleep way more than we do. They need around nine to 11 hours a night insane amounts but yeah hit me up if you want to talk about it and uh, thank you for the support sandy thank you for the nice little push you helped us mint some extra that's really good love it enjoy it and some dogs really going to be happy for it so yeah talk to woof, you woof. all woof. Woof, woof. Oh. <laughs> have a great weekend thank you sandy gotta love this woman man she's She's just full of spunk. You got it, Sandy. Anyway, I'll see you guys tomorrow. We're going to have a little launch party for the beta release of the Emporium.WhatTheFuck marketplace on Chihuahua. So, yeah. See you, everybody. Thank you for minting. Thank you for supporting. Thank you for stopping by. This was Bruce Man from Reggae FM. Helped out by Chris from Fight Farm, Sandy Toes, B-Bands, Robo, and Finn, see ya. There's this principle in like Darwin.
there's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, like just inevitably it kind of starts to happen. There's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, inevitably it kind of starts to happen. Tripping on the bird app, listening to nerds slap, wondering why the fuck my timeline's so cursed. It's like everybody's holding heavy bags in Web3. That's why they can't fly, they just drowning in the bird bath, fishing for some dry powder. Watch how we ignite the tower, blowing up their bank accounts, forgetting how to fight the power. Y'all don't even realize how deep this shit goes. They preaching open sauce, but don't listen to the code, and now it's mutiny community. Uprise, there's no more humility, futility, plus size. Motherfuckers leaking from the wrench down to the bare metal. Which side the line you bleeding out on when the dust settles? Motherfucking west side shit, needle and noose, sticking with my armory, yam, beta, and Bruce. Repping psychedelic artistry, believing the truth. Like these motherfuckers even need a reason to sue? GM fam. Is it really worth all the fighting? Is it really worth all the drama? And the answer, I think, is a clear no. We started using Zoom, now we finna zoom out Teaching all these plebidites what this game's really all about Little baby bitches when they choose to have fits All you're left with is kibble when you lose all them bits And that kibble's just sawdust, this shit is all rust Not a great look, you're what we call all nuts And I for one did not see that coming Cracking open books, yo, that's a lot of money Meanwhile over here rewiring features More critical thinking, less knee jerk More evolution, less shit corn Preachers pretending to be teachers Y'all just predatory leeches I mean please, just look at the track record A bunch of VC rap fucks Sucking up the cheddar, the recipe is two steps Rinse and repeat, now we all in your butts And we bring in receipts GM fam, have a seat If you're listening to this, my, my plea to you would be like don't have, don't, don't have to take a side on it Just say like, is it really, is it really worth this war of attrition? It might cost us a lot more than what can be gained by like fighting this to the better end. And sometimes it's better to just like move on. Also I can I also I 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 I also